Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. James Hilton was simply dreaming of a place that humans have yearned for since they first learned to yearn. A heaven of sorts, a paradise, utopia, Xanadu, the Garden of Eden, Chambala. Hilton, a popular writer in the first half of the 20th century, named his happy place Shangri-La. And he made it wondrous and spiritual, tucking it high into the mountains in northwest Tibet. It was the setting of his 1933 adventure novel Lost Horizon, which instantly became a worldwide bestseller. It was also made into a major Hollywood film, the legendary Frank Capra directed, and Ronald Coleman and Jane Wyatt starred in 1937. From the moment Lost Horizon hit bookstore shelves, Shangri-La became synonymous with utopia. Back then, it was an ideal, a place to escape to during a time when the real world had just been through a global war and the Great Depression. Since then, the simple idea of the place has sparked countless trips to Tibet, journeys of faith and perseverance, of hope and distant promise, of supposed enlightenment and sometimes disappointment. It's kind of an amazing phenomenon, considering that the place doesn't exist, and it never has, except for 10 years or so, when what's now called Camp David, the presidential retreat, was founded under the name Shangri-La by then-President Franklin Roosevelt in 1942. Or, at least, that was the only time it's existed until recently. But let's start at the beginning. Hilton reportedly did most of the research for his novel in the British Museum Library, not far from his home in the northeastern part of London. He never actually visited Tibet. Instead, he took inspiration for Shangri-La from another utopian dream, a place known for centuries as Shambhala. We spoke with Ed Birnbaum, who lectures on comparative religion and mythology and wrote The Way to Shambhala in 1980. He said, There was one sort of very, very garbled version of the Shambhala myth that Hilton read in one of the Catholic explorer's writings. But it wasn't at all clear. It was this sort of universal theme. And at that time, Tibet was pretty much unexplored. So if you're going to look for a hidden utopia, that was an ideal place to do it. Shambhala is a Tibetan Buddhist legend about a utopian paradise far in the northern mountains of Asia. It's said to be a spiritual place where people of all religions and backgrounds live together in harmony. It's also said to be the place from which, when war and evil engulf the rest of the world, a leader will emerge to defeat the forces of chaos and usher in a new age of peace and happiness. Shambhala grows out of the Buddhist teaching of Kala Chakra, or the Wheel of Time, which states that the center of the universe is Mount Meru, sometimes called Mount Sumeru, said to be well north of Tibet. Birnbaum said, people sort of looked at Tibet as this mysterious utopian kind of place, and the Tibetans themselves looked even farther north for that utopia, Shambhala. If Hilton, who died in 1954, was indeed modeling Shangri-La after the Buddhist teachings of Shambhala, it might pain him to learn what's happened to his imaginary wonderland, because it's become real, but not in a particularly Buddhist way. In 2001, the Chinese government, which has controlled Tibet since the late 1950s, changed the name of Zhongdian County to Shangri-La for a simple purpose, to cash in on tourist dollars. Many areas in China had been vying for the right to change their names to Shangri-La, and it took nearly a decade to decide on a winner. Zhongdian won out in what The Guardian in 2006 called one of the most audacious rebranding exercises in history. Today, the larger area of Shangri-La boasts a Shangri-La resort, a Hilton Garden in Shangri-La, 
and an airport with daily flights to Beijing, Shanghai, and Lhasa, the capital of China's Tibet Autonomous Region, in the heart of what Westerners know as Tibet. Visitors can tour the largest Tibetan Buddhist monastery in Yunnan province, and when they're done, they can quaff down a brew at the Shangri-La Beer Bar. Tagline, Beer Made in Heaven. Tibet and the newly named Shangri-La are a draw for reasons other than tourist traps, of course. Tibet is known, after all, as the roof of the world. It shares the highest peak in the world, Mount Everest, with neighboring Nepal, though that's a long way from Shangri-La. The area's natural beauty is breathtaking, which makes it a destination for outdoor lovers that's especially popular with Chinese tourists. It's harder for Westerners to secure visas to get there. But is this the Shangri-La that James Hilton envisioned? Is it what modern travelers expect? That, it seems, is probably up to the pilgrim. Birnbaum said, There are different ways of going to Shambhala. To me, what I found most interesting was the symbolism of it. It sort of reflects an inner journey. Today's episode was written by John Donovan and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other curious topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. (laughs) 